Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Chapter 2. Open Book. The next day was better, dot, 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 and worse. It was better because it wasn't raining yet, though the clouds were dense and opaque. It was easier because I knew what to expect of my day. I'm Vanessa Zoltan. And I'm Julia Argy. And this is Hot and Bothered, Twilight in Quarantine. So last week I started the 30-second recap. So this week, do you want to start? Do I want to start? No. So you go ahead. Okay, please do it and I can count you in. Great. Three, two, one, go. So there's a lot of updates about the weather. It's raining, which turns to snow, and then it turns back to rain. Bella gets to go to the grocery store, which I understand is very exciting. I really feel for her right now. She cooks dinner for Charlie, and she makes steak and potatoes, and then she goes to school, and Edward hasn't been there, and then <gasps> he's back, and he's more handsome than ever, and his eye color has changed, and he sits next to her in biology, and they get through biology so fast, and oh my God, the school system in Forks, Washington is so bad. Really good. Wow. 30 seconds on the nose. Crushed it. This whole chapter was basically grocery store porn for me. I just kept rereading that part and being like, yeah, Bella, talk about it slower. Describe the shelves to me because my partner has tested positive for coronavirus. So we're on like real lockdown. I didn't know that. Good thing we're talking because otherwise I would have just been in the dark. I thought I had told you. Mm -mm, No. Big surprise. Breaking news. Well, I'm super excited because I think in a couple of weeks there will be tests proving that that means that I'm immune and that will mean that I can go out and volunteer and do all sorts of fun things. And if that's true, I'm going to make capes that say I'm immune to the coronavirus for all of us who have had it. Or like armbands or something exciting. I'm really excited if it turns out that now I'm immune. I would be happy for you. Congratulations. Thank you. Superpower. Okay. Your superpower is 30-second recapping? Absolutely. Get ready for this one. Okay. On your mark, get set, go. So it's raining and then it's snowing and she goes to school and Edward's not there and she's so sad, but they're all so well-dressed, the other Cullens, and she didn't even notice at first because they're so sexy and they drive a Volvo, which is not a sexy car, but she thinks it's sexy anyways. 
Finally, she goes back to school and Edward is there. His eyes are a different color, but he's still hot. They go to class. They both know science. That's so sexy. Then they get out of class and then she almost crashes into a car and he laughs at her because he's a dick. That's it. (laughs) So you know how last episode I was excited for this to be a crime procedural about Charlie's misuse of like gas and mileage funds? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm now excited for this to be an expose on the poor education in small town America. Bella knows everything. She's acing her classes without trying. There doesn't seem to be an AP program. It's just like, what are you doing with your nerdy students in rural programs? I really hope that this gets further explored. I think it will, but we'll have to see. I don't want the riveting gas drain of Forks Washington Resources plotline to be dropped. I just want the school quality one to be added. This week, I picked up on another thread for the police scandal, but we'll have to get to that later. First, you need to tell me about your advice for Stephanie or lack thereof. I'm very confused by Stephanie Meyer's understanding of Phoenix. Is she from there? Because first of all, I don't think everyone in Phoenix is like blonde and plays volleyball, which she talks about Bella being different from everyone from Phoenix because Bella isn't blonde and plays volleyball. And now Bella has this very strong opinion that beaches should be hot and dry. And like, first of all, there are no beaches in Phoenix. So I don't know why like Bella feels that in her bones. But second of all, I understand feeling like beaches should be hot, but like tropical beaches are like, humid and rainy. So I like don't understand why Bella feels like an expert on beaches being from landlocked Arizona. And I definitely don't understand why she pictures it as a desert because they're not. I have an idea here. Okay, good. I think perhaps she has experienced a heat stroke in the past at a beach and she misremembers it as hot and dry because she was in like a fugue state. She was like too hot (laughs) and she couldn't cope. She was at the beach. And she was parched, like her mouth was dry. Yeah, I was hot and dry. Therefore, the beach was hot and dry. You know, that's interesting because I do think teenagers can be quite self-absorbed and project their own experiences onto entire, like, situations, right? Like, I went through a breakup when I was 19 in Switzerland, and I'm like, Switzerland's a horrible country, Which, like, that's not fair to the country of Switzerland. It's just where I got dumped once. So I feel for Bella on that. Okay, I buy that. Yeah, it's a poetic point about the fallibility of memory. Wow, okay, I stand corrected. But did you have a piece of Stephanie Meyer advice that you think might actually hold water? Because so far, she keeps outfoxing me. Well, I'm hoping you can help me parse out the page-by-page update about the weather in Forks, Washington. Oh, I'm riveted by it. Okay, go. I love it. It doesn't rain. It rains. It snows. It rains again. Washing away the snow. (laughs) Exactly. And in the approximate maybe page and a half where it snows, um, here are the following descriptors. Bits of white. End of a Q-tip. White mush. Wet stuff. Mush ball. Snow. Wondering if you have any sense of like why there are so many consecutive synonyms to the snow. I think that Stephanie Meyer probably took like a middle school creative writing class and 
in that class, the teacher gave the really good advice of like, don't use the same word for things multiple times if you can use many words for things. And maybe that middle school teacher was Stephanie Meyer's favorite teacher. And she's honoring that teacher by following that advice in a very explicit way and saying, why you snow when I could be more descriptive and more specific and really make people feel as though they are there. Mm. Did she grow up in Phoenix where the good teachers are? Literally, how would I know that? I don't know, but maybe she did. Maybe this is a shout out to the great education system in Phoenix, Arizona, where she got this great advice about describing snow. Well, they must be sponsoring her because this book is full of Phoenix propaganda. (laughs) Also, Julia, I feel like maybe you don't notice all the different kinds of snow because you're from a snowy area. Mm -hmm. And so you just like take it for granted. Whereas I, like Bella, am from a warm climate and have moved to a snowy area. And I also describe it as Q-tips. Sometimes. I didn't know that. Sometimes. Maybe I've done it once. Maybe. <laughs> I think this is you showing yourself as like a snow expert. And like she is an expert. <gasps> Again, character development. She is new at snow. And so she is in expert language to describe it. You just don't remember what it's like to be an expert at describing snow. I'm sure I would be not an expert at the desert. Yeah, you would be horrible at describing heat. I'd be like, the sand, it's dry. <laughs> Cactuses. I have no idea what goes on there. It's cacti. See, you've proven my point. That's interesting. Because I, upon further reflection, just thought maybe she has a natural instinct to become an anchor woman for a weather channel. Oh. And this is her life's calling and we're just getting the sense of that. And maybe in her eternal time as a vampire, she's just going to be like reporting on the weather later. That is fascinating. She has that great skin. Yeah. So she'd probably look great on camera. Mm -hmm. No makeup needed. Yeah. She's going to always look young. So she like won't age out of the job because we know how oppressive TV executives are with wanting women to look young. Men can age and get more quote unquote distinguished, but women just turn into nagging old ladies. Can you imagine her with her translucent skin with the fake weather map behind her, just like showing it through her own body? <laughs> uh, translucent only means partially <laughs> transparent. She's not 100% see-through, Julia. A disembodied voice. <laughs> just like pointing things out. You, you are being ridiculous. I don't know. I got the sense that that was implied. <laughs> no, that is just silly. Everything else brilliant. That is a bridge too far into silly. Okay, I accept. I accept that criticism. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Speaking of criticism, Vanessa, do you have any advice that you would like to offer a character in this chapter? I do. So my first advice is actually going to be for the star, Bella. She seems to really be absolutely unable to sleep because of the sound of the rain. So I would like Bella to go to the doctor because I think that she might have misophonia, which is a hypersensitivity to sound. It says that she is only able to sleep on this one night because the rain is finally quiet. And I'm just worried that this is going to lead to insomnia and this can lead to further delusions later on, like wanting to date a vampire. And so I'm worried about her not addressing this early on. Mm -hmm. Another solution would have been to not be such a self-sacrificing minor that you move to Forks, Washington, one of the rainiest places on earth for no real reason. It's a reason. We find out in this chapter that her reason is that she wants her mom to be happy. That's a nice reason. It's a nice reason. I was more thinking of the 49 cent solution of earplugs. Genius. We should mail her a care package. Uh, Yes. Maybe a new segment of this podcast should be adding things to our Bella care package. A little bit of (laughs) self-tanner. And... 49 cent orange earplugs. Mm -hmm. This girl would be thriving. Thriving. Okay, Julia, who would you like to offer some advice for? Okay, um, I have a big update. There is a new thread to the crimes of Charlie in Forks, Washington. He comes home from work and he just hangs up his loaded pistol, I think like on a wall and leaves it there. This is another moment where he's using police goods just with reckless abandon. That is not good gun safety. This cannot be allowed. Aren't police supposed to have lockboxes? Like, aren't they the ones looking for people's lockboxes for their guns? And there he is just like slinging his pistol around the house. It's also so weird that Charlie didn't buy any groceries before his teenage daughter came home. I thought that too. He's so insensitive. He's great in the movie and bad in the books. Yeah, Charlie's not impressing me so far. I was like, really, Charlie? You didn't think? Maybe some Frosted Flakes. I'm eagerly awaiting his glow up. It needs to happen soon. I mean, I think it might with your great observation and advice. How could it not? Mm -hmm. Do you have advice for another character? I just want to give more advice to Bella. Is that okay? I think she's really lost in this chapter. Yeah, please. I would like to give Bella some advice about trash talking and really like libelously so against golden retrievers. So she already seems to have a stalker, which is Mike in these books. Mike keeps showing up and picking up her books and giving her truly unwanted attention. Now, I don't think Mike is at the danger zone yet. She has not yet told him to leave her alone. But I think that he should be picking up on some signals. His behavior is not great. Comparing that behavior to a golden retriever, I am concerned that Bella is going to be sued by, like, the American Association of Golden Retrievers for creating a really bad reputation for golden retrievers whose attention is literally 
always consensual. It is always wanted. No golden retriever has ever given any attention to anyone in the history of the world that has not been welcome. Yeah, I felt really upset about the golden retriever slander and I noted it as well. Yeah, so I would just like to warn Bella, like I do think that this is unhealthy male attention that she is getting and it shouldn't be on her to manage that, but try to nip it in the bud early if you can, but not by denigrating one of the world's greatest achievements, which is creating golden retrievers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, Julia, is there any other advice that you would like to give? I had some final thoughts for Bella as well of a different thread, which is keep it up. She says in response to Mike following her around, it looked like I was going to have to do something about Mike and it wasn't going to be easy. And then later when Jessica is bothering her about Edward, she says, I raised my head enough to make sure that she looked away from Edward, contemplating violence if she didn't. And these two lines where she imagines doing something evil to her friends, I was extremely entertained by. And I'm getting some like dark undertones in her personality and I'm loving it. Keep it up. I'm having a great time reading about that. Whoa, 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 whoa. That is some bad advice. No, no, no. (laughs) Keep up angry, violent thoughts for your friends. If only for my entertainment. Sure. Just like as one of your best friends, I would like to probe more into your love of wishing violence upon your close friends. Tell me more about this, Julia. Do I think it is good? No. Do I like imagining the future of this text to turn into a dark noir where Bella turns into like a Gone Girl figure and like kind of goes a little evil? Yes. I guess I would just say my advice would be that keep up the like hyperbolic ways of self-entertaining to get you through like boring, tedious things, right? Like I love doing that. Like if I'm in a boring concert and there's someone who looks annoying, I like imagining like braiding her hair together with the woman's hair next to her and how funny it would be if they then got up and found out that their hair was braided together. But like, I explicitly know that I'm only doing those imaginings to entertain myself. So I would like to encourage Bella to keep imagining, but not actually ever thinking of acting on it. Not actually gone girling. Yeah, I think that's a bad look. Just the diary part. Yeah, the diary part of Gone Girl without the actions of Gone Girl. I'll take that. I loved reading about it. Now that I've doled out bad advice, what do you think is going to happen in the next chapter? So I think that there will be a further exploration into the failed education system in Forks, Washington. I also think that there's going to be a really quick turnaround on Edward. Edward so far seems to be pretty bad at pretending to be immortal. He isn't great at fake eating, which we saw in chapter one. In chapter two, we see that he has no defense of his eye color changing which I don't know how, but seems to be related to him being a vampire. And so I think between chapters two and three, he's going to be taking some acting lessons, doing some real research on method acting, and we are going to see the fruits of that labor. And there will stop being sort of like such obvious holes in his story. 
Okay, but most importantly, do you think there will be more talk about the weather? (laughs) I mean, if Bella wants to keep working on her future career as a weather woman, then yes. I certainly hope so. I hope she doesn't give up on her dream so quickly. Don't give up on yourself, Bella. I believe in you. Dream big. You can be the Forks Washington micro weather girl. Hour by hour updates. It's her dream. It's her calling. Vampire who? This has been Twilight in Quarantine, a micro weather update from Hot and Bothered. It was executive produced by Ariana Nettleman, produced by Ariana Martinez, and conceived of as a vampire baby by Julia Argy. I was here, and I'm Vanessa Zoltan. It's a Not Sorry production and produced by Acast. Thanks, everyone, and we'll talk to you in a few days. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The secret to visibly firmer, summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu dot com code GLOW.